The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick, and you're listening to Matt Slick Live. I hope you're going to have a good evening or afternoon, wherever you are, listening to the show, or if it's on podcast, whatever time it is that you've got there, good. Okay, now, hey, look, if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. You can also email me at carm... I keep messing up on that. Boy, I tell you. Uh, info at carm.org. Just uh, give me a call. <laughs> Man. Okay, let's try this again in English. So if you want to email me, all you got to do is email to uh, info at carm.org. In the subject line, just put in um, radio question or radio comment, and I can get them. I'm looking at the this, the uh, email where we have uh, we have them when they come in. I'm looking for any new ones that come in. And so there it is. Anyway. We have a bunch uh, that people have given us. I've got about 15 in there. I've got wacko mail, too. I've got a whole bunch of wacko mail, and that's really good. We do wacko mail on Fridays sometimes. Today's a nice Wednesday. Tomorrow, Lord willing, I'll be teaching a Bible study through the book of Romans. We're in Romans 15, I think starting around verse 14 or 15. I'm not sure where, but uh, we're doing that. I think it's verse 14 we're going to be starting at. Uh, let me verify. It's not a big deal. We're kind of winding down. Uh, winding down. Yeah, it'll be verse 14. So we're winding down in the book of Romans. So we're going to be going a lot quicker uh, as we go through stuff. And there'll be a lot of repetition. And then we're going to get into uh, the last chapter, 16. And then we'll see what happens after that. So you can always participate. Uh, watch if you're interested and, and chat with us. You can do that. We'll give information about that tomorrow. But usually it's just go to rumble.com forward slash Matt Slick Bible Study, all one word. And uh, that usually gets that going. I teach out of my home. We've got people that come over. It's nice. And, um, you know, I enjoy teaching a lot. I really do. I enjoy teaching the Word of God, uh, the truth of God's Word. Um, and where was I? It was last. Oh, yeah, that's right. So... Um, I was in uh, what the metaverse last night. So I witness wherever I can, however I can. When I go to the store, uh, when I'm driving, uh, if I can possibly witness, <laughs> I've done it before too, uh, at banks, uh, grocery stores. Um, I always look for opportunities to witness. I do it online a lot, different venues, and uh, Facebook, and Twitter, um, you know, YouTube, uh, just whatever, a Discord. Um, do it in Discord, do it in Telegram, do it in, we just do it all over. Another place I do stuff is is in the metaverse, the metaverse. And I have an Oculus, uh, and it's it's starting to show show its age. I'm going to be saving up to get another one. And uh, it's uh, getting blurry, and um, the battery doesn't last as long, and stuff like that. But I'm in there a lot, eh, two or three times a week, for half hour to an hour and a half, and what I'll do is go to different worlds. And in worlds, they have either rooms or they have areas or whatever. And I search for Christian. I search for atheist. I search for philosophy. I search for whatever it'll be. And I'll go into there 
and I, what I'll often do is just sit and wait and see what happens. And it's a really interesting visual thing that uh, because it's 3D, there's avatars. Uh, I mean, it's you can see distance. It, it's really, it's really a really interesting thing. So anyway, last night I was I was in a particular place, a room, and I ended up teaching, which uh, you know it happens a lot, you know, and uh, teaching about uh, the Trinity, baptism, and the person of Christ taught about that and let me tell you it's it's interesting even some pastors were in there and i'm not knocking you know pastors you're not don't don't know anything i'm not saying that but uh these two pastors that were in there they're young pastors and uh, they were asking questions and um they knew about karm i guess and one did one didn't no big deal but we got talking about varying doctrines and things like that and talked about baptism and and uh options and stuff like that. It was really a good time. So uh, I'm going to be getting, I told my wife, I'm going to save up for a new Oculus and um, get the the Quest 3. That's what I'm going to be getting. So you guys pray about that. I'll be doing that. It's for witnessing. And, uh, you know, I have, I've got a lot of neat tech stuff. I have a a really nice headset that is wireless that I can go anywhere in the house and I can talk on it while I'm doing whatever I want to do while I'm on the web witnessing. And because they have a lot of stuff memorized, I can just witness. I can just uh, do stuff like I was witnessing. I've done it before. I make something for my wife, and I'll be talking, giving answers, <laughs> studying scriptures. So it's not a big deal. I'm just saying, hey, it's what I do. I love to do it, love to witness, love the opportunities to be able to do that. And I'm so thankful that God has provided a means by which uh, I'm able to do that. And a lot of you out there make that possible because you support us financially. And thank you. Thank you. I sent a newsletter out uh, this morning saying thank you. And uh, um, just saying thank you. All right. It's really great. Because you guys out there who are supporting us prayerfully as well as financially get to share uh, in the ministry work. And on the Day of Judgment, um, you'll be able to give that much more glory to the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and his great work uh, through all kinds of different ministries and different means. And by the way, thanks uh, for bringing that up, Joanne. We have a Spanish version of CARM, miapic.org, M-I-A-P-I-C. It's an acronym in Spanish. Uh, and uh, Carlos, he's very good. He's been working with us, I don't know, 15, 17 years now. And we've been supporting him for a long time. And he teaches Bible studies. He does stuff online. He's teaching students, working with a local college. Uh, he's done the schools in Spanish. He takes the articles I've done and translates them and even writes a few of his own. Uh, and, and I was down there once. And I speak Spanish well enough to, to get by. And uh, he was, but not well enough to teach in. Okay, so, yeah, you can see kind of one foot here, one foot there. And I was listening to him give a lecture on theology. And I was able to pick it up enough to know, this guy, he knows his stuff. He really does. He's good. We also have a guy, um, David, and he's in Brazil. And uh, he does uh, defendendo off, defendendo uh, br Defend, and then E-N-D, defend, end. Huh, how about that? D-E-F-E-N-D, then E-N-D, then O-A-F-E, defending of it. Anyway, it's the Portuguese version of CARM, and uh, he does that, and he does a lot of work ministering to the homeless and the orphans. 
as well as doing work with Karma. We support him. Uh, and so you, you, when you support us, you're not just supporting what I do. You're supporting missionaries in different parts of the world. We also have a guy in Turkey and Togrel, and he speaks English really well. And he speaks Russian and Turkish, and I think he's learning Spanish too. So he's one of those gifted guys with languages. And we're supporting him through school and seminary. And when he's done, he wants to work with Carm and uh, we'll continue to support him if he wants to stay with us, which we hope he does, because, well, maybe we hope he does. And then we'll get different language uh, websites going, and he'll do lectures in Turkey. And I'll be in Turkey later this year in uh, October, flying into, uh, Lord Welling, flying into, uh, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, I can't remember. We're flying in. Anyway, we're going to be going to the Seven Churches of Revelation, going to Ephesus, and then from there we're going to be going to Greece, and from there we're going to be going over to... Um, uh, Italy and doing the footsteps of Paul. We have a couple opening spots, uh, open spots still. We're going in October. We were going to go in April. We pushed it back. We're going in October. So if you have any questions about that, email me and I can give you information. So it's, it's an expensive trip though because uh, it's 19 days. It's gone a long time, but it's really going to be a great trip. So uh, you know we got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, I didn't even tell you we've got a guy we're supporting in Mozambique, in southern part of Africa. We've been supporting him for a few years, and he goes around uh, witnessing and equipping Christians and pastors in different countries. And then we have Moses in Nigeria, and he he's had to flee his home. He's been arrested. He's been beaten. He's been tortured uh, for the faith. And he tells us what goes on. Every now and then we won't hear from him for two, three, four weeks. And he'll tell us, yeah, I was up in the hills hiding. I was up in here doing this. Because the, the Muslims just uh, murdered, you know, 150 people. And uh, they burned down some churches and stuff like that. And he goes out to these places where they are, and he tries to minister to people. And he's passing out literature uh, that we've written on Karm, and uh, he's risking his life. So uh, we support him, too. Not a whole bunch, because we don't have a whole bunch. But, you know, we just do what we can do. Anyway. Hey, there you go. That was impromptu. That was just impromptu, just let you know. All right, let's get on the air with Kyla from L.A. Kyla, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Matt. Quick question. Now, I happened to ask this guy last night if he was Christian. He said, I'm not, but I'm saved. How, okay. I, thought the two, I, I thought the two go hand in hand. I didn't under, Can you help me with that? I think I know the yeah. answer, but I said, let's call it Matt. Okay. You don't have to call yourself a Christian to be a Christian. You could say you're a follower of Christ. You could say you're a Trinitarian. You could say you believe in the true gospel revealed in the New Testament. You could see a lot of things. But generally, yeah, you're a Christian. That's what you say. I've met people who said, I don't call myself a Christian. Well, then I ask them questions. Well, what are you? Do you believe in the Trinity? They say, yes. Is Jesus God in flesh? They say, yes. I said, okay, you're saved by grace through faith? Yes. That's what we call Christianity. Well, I don't like the term. Okay, well, oh. I don't know what happened, you know. And I don't, I don't get why they wouldn't like the term, but that's what happens sometimes. So, you know. So, so you, so someone could very well be saved and just don't identify as Christian. It could be, yes. Okay. Technically, yes, like it's possible. There. Yeah. Okay, but I, I noticed that you did give some follow-up questions. Like, there's right. other questions. Okay, okay, then I'll 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 ask him again. And, and the reason why I said because it's somebody who's been trying to date me, and I said, you know, if you're not a Christian, we're not going anywhere. 
Good for you. So, uh, you could, you're gonna te- let me give you some advice. You want to find a man okay. who will open the door for you. And here's a test. Here's a test, okay? okay? You want to date. Say he's a good, he seems to be a good guy, all right? Mm-hmm. Make sure you open the door for him. If he doesn't open the door for you, then just, uh, just, just dump him, okay? Or give him one chance. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Depending on the one circumstances, chance. you know. One chance, one chance. I mean, if there's a bunch of wild dogs after you both jump in the car and you get out, okay, I'll let that slide, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know. And the other thing is this. Try this. If you want to whittle through whether he's worth anything or not, get mm-hmm. in the car with him. He's opened the door. He's a gentleman, all right? And you hand him your Bible. And you just say to him, I don't care where you go in the Bible. I just want you to teach me out of the Bible for one minute. Now, oh, that's a good one. I've never heard nobody oh, say that one. Okay. Now, let's say he says, uh, well, uh, okay. And he opens it and he finds something and he does, you know, he's trying. Let's just say it wasn't perfect, wasn't great, but he does it. Praise God. But what if he said, why would I want to do that? You get out of the car. Get out of the car. Get out of the that's car. It. And get run. out of the car. Okay. That's right. And run and uh, use pepper spray. If he's coming after you, you know, you just make sure you're gone. Okay. Got it. Right. Thank you, man. I okay, love what? you guys and I love Carm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a question for you, though. Where are you in yes. L.A.? I'm in Los right. Angeles, South Central Los Angeles. Ooh. Okay. Well, I, I grew up in uh, Buena Park, <laughs> you know, Riverside. So I'm just, okay. Right. <laughs> just, okay, okay, Kyla. We, there's a break. We All right. Go. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right. Hey. Woo. It was fun. Hey, we'll be right back after these messages. Give me a call, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We're having fun in the chat room. And uh, I was telling people how how I opened the door for my wife after 36 years, taking the groceries, get her medicine, make food, do all kinds of stuff. And and, uh, did I let her enjoy my wonderful presence? I was talking about that. (laughs) Don Itis said, how great thou art. (laughs) Made me laugh. It was good. And so uh, we're having fun. And then I said to somebody uh, in another uh, uh, chat thing, I said, jo- Joanne, have you heard of the Sandwich Olympics? <laughs> it's run by women. So uh, we have a lot of fun in there because uh, it's a lot of fun. So we goof around. It's kind of a running joke. You see, the reason I talk about the sandwich thing with the ladies is because back 20 years ago or so, when uh, the kids were young, we were watching uh, SpongeBob. And... Um, they had the thing about Queen Esther, and uh, I think it was Vashti who got kicked out of the kingdom because she wouldn't make a sandwich for for the king. And I turned to my wife and I said, "Hey, it, it's biblical." She just she's rubbing her forehead, shaking her head like, "Oh no!" So ever since, it's been it's been sandwiches like, "Huh, it's biblical," and. Uh, Poor woman. So anyway, we've had a lot of fun with that. Um, all right, having wasted some time there, let's get to Monique from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Monique, welcome. You're on the air. 
right. My question is, how do you obey Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5? Test yourself to see for in the faith? Yeah. I'm sorry? You mean test yourself to see if you're in the faith? Yes. Yes, I read. Yes. Well, you just listen to my show and believe whatever I tell you. <laughs> that's that's one way. Um, but if you want the biblical way, uh, what you do is uh, you make sure that you, in your heart, down deep, that you believe that Jesus Christ is God in flesh. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead for three days. And that you trust in what he did and not your works in combination, not your sincerity, but in what he did on the cross. And by faith, you receive that. See, that's the issue. Do you hold to that? Do you believe in that? Yes. That's the ultimate test. And then you want to see, well, are you trying to live that? Are you trying to live it? Well, if you're trying to, and not, you know, no one's perfect, we get it, but if you're trying to live it, then you have what's called orthodoxy and orthopraxy. And that's, that's the main ways, but you also affirm the Trinity and other things. But, okay? Thank you. Did that help? Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you have, are you struggling at all? Because you know, you're wondering if you're in the faith? Oh, no. No, no. I just... Uh... Wanted to get your answer on how you uh, obey that scripture. Okay, well, that's good. Examine yourself doctrinally and practically. All right? Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, well, God bless. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's get on with the next longest waiting. Is Alan from Virginia. Alan, welcome. You are on the air. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. I'm hanging in there. So, what do you got? Okay, so first two sentences and then the question. Um, sure. So, I'm wanting to witness to someone using your and your materials. Okay. Um, I want to reference your credentials and a religious study, previous and current actions, etc., in order to help establish legitimacy before I reference your material. Basically, oh, so you want- if you wanted to try to post on the horizontal, how would you do it? You're talking about my qualifications for CARM, you mean? Is that yes, but not just CARM, but your qualifications in general. Oh, okay. First one, I'm saved. That right there is the primary one by the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm a Christian. Number two, I've been studying apologetics since 1980. So that's 44 years. All right. Been doing radio uh, for, I think this is the 21st or 22nd year. i got to add them up. I think it's the 22nd year I'm in now of radio. And written, well, I could say, you know, nine books technically, including one humor book, but, um, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, lot of, a lot of manuals and stuff like that. But I have a bachelor's degree, a bachelor's in social science from a Lutheran college, and I took all the theology courses there. And I have a Master's of Divinity from Westminster Theological Seminary in Escondido, California. Okay. Okay. Um, what are some of your previous and current actions you do? Well, the previous and previous and current are basically the same thing uh, in the past few years. But I'm an ex-pastor, all right? 
some more ordained minister. He's a pastor in the PCUS. PC, I want to keep saying the heresy there. PCA, the Presbyterian Church in America. And that was for a short time, uh, less than a year, because they found out I believe in the charismatic gifts. So I was in the CRC for a couple of years and then moved over to the PCA. Uh, so about three years of, ordain, of, of ministry work. And then uh, they found out I from the charismatic gifts, and then that was that's quite a story actually. It's quite an interesting story. It really is what happened and all kinds of stuff. But uh, then I started doing CARM, and been doing that for 28 years. And the site, I don't know if you want any statistics on it, but uh, the site's had uh, um, over 160 million visitors. Okay, so I've been keeping a running tab for years and um, I've written a right around we did the count I've written right around uh, uh, 6,000 articles on, on the site and I've had numerous debates you know, you know, so I've debated hundreds of people and uh, written about 6,000 articles and then then there's impromptu discussion teaching sessions which I've probably got thousands of hours of experience doing that because I do it all the time like I said before the show, at the show at the beginning, I do it in Oculus, I do it um, in Clubhouse, I do it in Discord, I do it um, in a Second Life. Believe it or not, it's another area to go on the web. Um, I go to different places in the witness. Mm -hmm. okay. Cool. <laughs> kind of a lot more than I thought you had previously. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, what? What's it say? I said that's a lot more than I than I already knew you had previously. Uh, well, you know, oh, and then plus I did, how about this, nine years of prison ministry, where I go into prisons and preach and teach for nine years, mm -hmm. and then two and a half years of a swap meet ministry uh, back in 80, 81, 82, and uh, went out once a week on Saturdays, and passed out literature at swap meets. We had a booth. Charlie Spine and I did it, and then uh, Dave Kimball and I did it. And uh, Dave and I uh, were roommates for a couple of years, and we put in an ad in the local penny saver. It's like a little pseudo uh, newspaper that was just for you know selling odds and ends. And um, and we had the the ad learn the truth about Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Christian Science, and Unity. Call we put our uh, our number there. We would take turns uh, answering the phone. And, um, so and you, here you go. You also support uh, missionaries too in other countries, right? Yes, we do. If you, if we get a break. If you hold on, we'll tell you about those. Okay, How, what's going on with that? All right, just to do it. So hold on, buddy. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. So if you want to wait, please do. If you don't, eh, it's okay too. But hey, we'll be right back after these announcements. Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, and welcome back to the show. Let's get back on with Alan from Virginia. You still there? Yep. All right, hey, I forgot something, too. I also did seven years, roughly, of pulpit supply in Southern California. Okay. What's that? It's where uh, churches call you up and you go to their church and you you preach on the sunday because their pastor's out of town or sick or something like that so i would drive oh, sometimes so like a, a huh, what's that 
It's like a substitute pastor. Yeah, substitute pastor, preacher. It's called pulpit supply. And so I would, like one day I preached in three different churches on one Sunday. And uh, sometimes I'd drive 100 miles to go preach, and sometimes 10 or 20, and uh, uh, just did that for for years. And so it was uh, so much so that at the church I normally went to, uh, they didn't mind. They, Oh, you're gone again. You were at, where were you preaching this time? Oh, over again, so and so. So that's that happened a lot. But uh, we do have, uh, like I said, we have missionaries too, and uh, in uh, five countries around the world. So I can tell you about those if you want. I don't know what else you want, but we support missionaries. Oh, whatever, whatever you have. I'm just going to be. I'm going to be referencing this uh, radio show to them. So okay. Okay. Well, we support a guy in Nigeria, and he's been with us about a year and a half, two years, and he's risked his life uh, for the Lord, and um, he's doing what we read about in the book of Acts. Um, he's had to flee the Muslim persecution, and uh, he's been arrested, he's been beaten, uh, and stuff like that. He survives various stuff, and so we, we, uh, we support him. We have a, a guy in Malawi. Joster is his name, and he speaks, uh, I forget what language, other languages, and he goes around to different uh, areas preaching and teaching, same thing as our guy in Nigeria does. We have Carlos in Colombia, in Bogota, and he's been doing work with us for, I'm, I'm going to say 15 years, I'm going to ask him, he knows exactly, but it's been a long time, and he has the Spanish version of the CARM website, and that's miapeak dot, uh, dot, dot org ministerio y apologeticas de cristianas or something like that and so it's neopeak.com and then we have uh, David Brito in Brazil and he uh, runs uh, the CARM website in in Portuguese and that uh, website is defend and D-E-F defend then end it's it's in um, Portuguese but it's defend and ofe but so it's def- like you, if you were to write defend and then the word end, put them together, and then O-A-F-E dot com dot B-R. And uh, that's that. Then our guy in Turkey, we're supporting him as he finishes seminary. And then when he is done, he'll be working in multiple languages, uh, developing centers in different places uh, in Karn. Okay? All right. Thank you, Matt. Okay. And uh, we just you know, get me thinking. And we we uh, sell stuff uh, online. It's not our job is not to make money. Our job is to get the gospel out. But we need to you know, keep the lights on. So we sell some ma- not magazines, but uh, books and uh, manuals that I've written that are on there too. And we have something called the Moan, which are like eleven hundred pages, uh, and uh, it's called the Mother of All Notebooks. M O A N called the Moan. One guy called it the Hernia Maker. So uh, it's a joke, you know. It's <laughs> as big as a as a uh, a ring of paper, and uh, it's got. I think it's the the table of contents is fourteen pages. So uh, put that together, and what else? You got I got DVDs, teaching sets on Islam. We have three online schools. Uh, one on theology, and one on apologetics. A, What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. Courses on uh, apologetics. Yes. Apologetics, theology, and critical thinking. Now, I need to write one, uh, finish writing one, actually, on um, hermeneutics and biblical interpretation. And then one more on a higher level of apologetics, 
getting into more philosophical arguments. We got that. And uh, what else do we do? We got oh yeah, I do impromptu discussions weekly. There isn't a week that goes by that I'm not teaching, answering questions, doing discussions outside the radio show. Oh, and I already talked about the radio, so I got I, something else came to mind. I forgot about it, but we we just I do a lot of stuff, you know, just do a lot of stuff. So okay, all right. Well, sounds I've, good. Thank you, Matt. I'll be uh, referencing this to that person, so hopefully that'll okay. help them out. Oh, okay. I mean, hey, you know, you can't trust a guy with the last name Slick, so you got to verify. No problem. <laughs> Okay. All right. Hope you have a blessed day, Matt. Oh, you too. God bless. All right. All right. There we go. I forgot to mention, I've been teaching Bible studies off and on for about 25 years, too. Man. I love my Lord. You know what All right. Let's get the next longest wait in this rock stand from North Carolina. Welcome. You're on the air. Hello, Matt. Hello. Wow, I am, I'm already tired of listening to all the things that you do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I said, yeah. wow, does this man ever stop? And you keep going and going, wow, Matt, God has given you a tremendous, tremendous ministry. Oh, he's, he's wow. so good. And you want to know you something so else? Get, get this, I'm 67 and I can still run, I can still jog, I can still go to the gym, I am in great shape, I can walk for five, for miles at a time, not a problem, even at my age. So God's blessed me so many ways, except looking in the mirror, then it, it all comes crashing down, but... Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't mean any. I don't mean any offense, but go ahead and shut up, Matt. Please. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So, what do you got? Um, you know, I am currently attending a church. We've been here, my husband and I, for a couple of years. But um, they recently brought on um, um, celebrating recovery, and um, I am finding myself. Yeah, and I'm finding myself asking the Lord a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Because although I've been a Christian for over 40 years, and I've seen a lot, but I don't think that I've ever been among so many Christians that, you know, that they claim mental illness. And, um, I, you know, they, they go to a doctor and... <laughs> They're very easy to say, you know, I'm bipolar one, bipolar two. I, you know, I, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and all these names. And um, I'm getting better now at understanding um, quite a few things. But I still ask the Lord, I say, Father, are we to live enslaved like that? It's so many things. So, just wanted to know your thought about that. But people with mental issues, mental um, illnesses, you know. Mm -hmm. the The brain is a is an organ, and organs can be born with defects. So people are born with uh, mitral valve prolapse in their hearts, or they're bro born with Marfan syndrome, connective tissue disorder. They're born with a spinal uh, bifida. They're born with physical problems in their brains. It can happen. So, for those kinds of things, 
I knew a guy, for example, who's a born-again Christian. Now, this is going to be something God's going to sort out on the Day of Judgment. But he was a born-again Christian, and he had to have brain surgery to, to save his life. And the friends told me afterwards that he gave up Christianity after the surgery. Mm. And he was very dedicated beforehand. How does that work? I don't know. God will sort mm. that one out. So the brain can be affected. And... God will sort it out. So there's legitimate physical problems that the brain has that can be helped by medicine. And I'm all for it. So if someone has a problem and the medicines help them, then no problem. Now, there can be accounts where it's the person's sin and they need to repent and they need to change. Mm -hmm. And and get out of of the cycle of what appears to be mental illness and i'm not qualified to make those diagnoses there are people who are right and so um you know that's that's what i would say mm. okay yeah i'm um i'm 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 seeking a lot uh, of the lord and 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 his word because it's a lot of people are hurting, Matt. A lot of people oh, yeah. are hurting, uh-huh. and 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 mental illness. I had never seen so many mental illnesses, and uh, so people, you know, taking so many drugs. So um, mm-hmm. let's keep them in our prayers, and um, absolutely. And I'm getting to understand it. You know, I'm. I, I just don't. In the beginning, I think I was being judgmental, and um, and I mm. fear God when it comes to that. And I asked the Lord, I said, Father, I said, I don't know, you know, of anything. And I don't want to be judgmental because they're my okay. brothers and sisters, yeah. you know. That's right. So. No, no, we, we got a break. So can you hold on? We got a break. All right. Sorry. We got to get a break. Right. Here, hard break. So we'll be right back, folks, after these messages. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We lost her, so what we'll do now is get to Cindy from Richmond, Virginia. Cindy, welcome. You're on the air. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Good to talk to you. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Praise God. Yes, praise God, and I thank your your screener for letting me serve he helped me to formulate my question but uh i need to i need to tell you a little background i guess just like i told him i was raised a christian scientist my grandfather was a practitioner he built our church and my mother played the organ in the church it was a neighborhood church anyhow i miraculously miraculously had dreams when i was around 32 situations and stuff um first they were demon dreams and then a dream of Jesus and so anyhow I've, I, I consider myself a, a non-denominational Christian now and um, I, I got lots of praises for Northern Virginia for that anyway I can't <laughs> that's not what I'm calling I'm calling because I have focused my prayers on Jesus uh, Jesus as being God and um I'm starting to read this, the Bible again for the second time. I've tried. I'm reading the NIV, and um, <clears throat> I'm in Genesis, and 
he's talking about formulating the earth. And it's like all this time I've been focusing my prayers on Jesus. My perspective is, well, what about before the earth? What about before Jesus? What about before that? Who is God? He says he made man in his image, in their image. He uses plural, their image. How do I keep God? What What is the proper perspective okay. of keeping God? I don't know. I, I just All right. Lucky am baffled. Well, it's okay. <laughs> Thank you. So how long have you been out of Christian science? How long have you been out? Since I was about, I'm 66, uh, about 30 years, yeah. Okay, I was good. 32. All right. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay. So, <laughs> so I, I've studied... So, you know, I've studied Christian science a lot, and I have a lot of material, written a lot, talked to a lot of them down in Southern California. So I'm quite familiar I'll with I'll say two things. My mom taught everything was relative, and they right. did not believe in the deity of Christ. Now, That's it depended right. on which church you went to, evidently, on what they believed, mm-hmm. but that is what our particular church believes. So anyway, yeah. well, I'm sorry, know, in, excuse me. In Science and Health, with the key of the Scriptures, uh, page 25, line 8, starting line 8, Mary Baker Eddy said uh, that the material blood of Jesus was no more efficacious to cleanse from sin when it was shed upon the accursed tree than when it was flowing through his veins as he went about daily doing his father's business. So she denied the efficacy of the atoning sacrifice. And there's a lot of stuff like that. And uh, she's she's bad. But okay, so let's get into this. Supposedly she was on drugs. She was on drugs. She was healing. Yeah, yeah. She was a plagiarist and she was involved in the occult. Yeah, okay. Okay. She's bad bad news. All right, so I need to just teach you the basics of Christian theology, all right? I'm gonna, and then you'll, when I do this, hopefully you'll understand why God speaks in plurals and what's going on, all right? So the basic doctrine of God is that there's only one God in all existence, all place, all time. He's re- rele- uh, revealed himself to us in creation, and in Scripture, and through Christ. The Bible teaches that God is a trinity, and the Christian doctrine of the trinity is the only doctrine like it of all theologies in all of the world. All the ones I've studied, I've never heard anybody else say anything like it. So what it is is that God exists as one being who is, at the same time, three persons. God is one substance, one essence, that is also three persons. The analogy that I use is time is one thing, but it's also past, present, and future. The past is time. Yes. The, the present is time, and the future is time. But there's they're the same nature, but they have a difference. And that's the nature of time. Okay, it's it's one, but it's also comprised of three parts. But we don't want to say parts when it comes to God. It's just not correct. But I'm just giving you the basics, okay? So there's one being who exists eternally as three distinct simultaneous persons, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So God says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Now notice he says it three times. Let God, which is the one God, says let us us make man in our image according to our likeness three times that's genesis one twenty six. god speaks of himself in the singular as well as the plural 
in Genesis 19.24, it says, Yahweh, that's the name of God, Yahweh rained fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah from Yahweh. Yahweh rained it from Yahweh. In Genesis 11.7, it says, uh, God says, let us go down and confound our language. And yet God will speak in the singular, Isaiah 44. Uh, 24, uh, 43, 10, 43, uh, let's see, 43, yeah, 43, 10, 44, 6, 44, 8, 45, 5. I, I go it's memorized. Where God says, is anyone like me? And he speaks of himself in the singular. There's lots of this. But we also see him speaking in the plural. And I can give you more instances of this. That's the nature of well, God. He yeah. is both one and many. Okay? When I pray, I have a tendency of having an image of Jesus but are we, when I pray, are we not supposed to have an image of God? I mean, how, when you pray, well, how do you pray? Well, we, we can have an image. Uh, you see, <laughs> when the disciples were with Jesus, Jesus being God, the creator of the universe, okay, that's John 1, 1 and verse 3, and also Colossians 1, 15 through 17. That's who he is. So they, when they would pray after Jesus ascended into heaven and they're praying to the Lord, they would have his image in their mind. And so were they in sin? I'm sorry, what? They would have an image of Jesus, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, they would. But they weren't in sin. The the reason we're not to make an image, and what the Bible says is you are not to make an image for yourself that you would bow down before it and worship before it. So if you have an idea of God, you know, of Jesus, like when I pray, I kind of visualize sometimes this 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 figure in a robe walking on the earth someplace. It's kind of who I, yeah. I see him as. But sometimes, you know, he's in heaven looking down at me. And I don't get too particular about it. I don't worry about it. But it's okay. And, you know, sometimes I just say, Lord God. And I don't have any image, any idea just of addressing him. So you can have, so to speak, an image, but you don't want to really focus on that image, and then you're praying to the image. Now, that's a problem. So it's it's a little bit tough, but you don't have to really worry about that much, okay? It's a mystery. It's a mystery to me. Mystery. Okay. I think yeah. I, I understand somewhat better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So can I ask, are you going to church? Oh, yes. I go to a non-denominational church here in Richmond. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do they have women pastors and women elders there? Um, I have actually changed a couple churches, and I would drop names, but I'd rather not on the air, because um, you might know the, one of the pastors, that church, actually. Well, maybe. Does, does that church have women pastors and elders in it, though? The reason uh, is because if it I'm does, it's really new. Yeah. I know, okay. you know, I used to go to churches with women pastors, and I've learned not to do that, not okay. just from listening to you, but yes, from listening to you and from my own experience with women okay. pastors. Um, okay. So, well, yeah, I switched churches on account of that, one reason. That's good. <clears throat> well, just trying to get you grounded in there. What I would suggest right. you do is if you you know if you want here's one of the things you could do that's going to be easy is you could go to the website carm.org my website you've been there right or have you 
I have not. I have not. I've heard you talk about How it. Could you not? This past oh, year. Goodness. I've been listening to you oh. for about a year. <laughs> oh, the trauma. Oh. oh, I'm so hurt. So go to carm.org. All right. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It, uh, go to go to carm.org. Carm.org. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And look up the statement of faith. You can just go in there and look up the statement of faith. And there's a lot of articles written on theology there. I've written hundreds of articles on theology. But the statement of faith of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry. And the reason I'm saying that is because you could just, you could look at, it's kind of detailed. And probably would print up in about five pages, seven pages maybe. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But it has stuff on the Bible, God, the Trinity, Jesus, and a whole bunch of stuff. And you can just learn the basics and there's scriptural references there and everything and you can go check them out all right thank you yeah i've been going to church and i thought i was fairly grounded but obviously not so much not as much as i um assumed so well here let me give you some (laughs) other stuff really fast okay we only have a couple three minutes left write this down what i need to do all right well you'll if you read the statement of faith this is in there statement of faith Okay. It's just, yeah. And it's lengthy. And uh, if you do it online, you can just go through there and put your mouse over, without clicking on it, put your mouse over the verse, and it'll pop up and you can read it. Okay. It's totally nice. Okay? okay so here's okay. some stuff. Here's some stuff. Jesus Christ has two natures. He's both God and man at yeah. the same time. And he's still in that position right now, and he forever will be that. He's God and man. Okay? That's, okay. that's important. And he was born of the Virgin Mary. Okay. All right. And he offered, Jesus offered a substitutionary atonement. What that means is he took our place. That's out of, well, I can give you the verses, but he took it, he did that. Baptism, okay, is not what saves us. It's not necessary for salvation, but we should be baptized. Okay. Yeah. And we are we're, we're fallen by nature. We have problems. That's uh, our condition. And you'll see that. And then God elects people. He chooses people for salvation. Because that's what the Bible says. You know, for example, Second Thessalonians 2.13. But we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification. So would you say he's chosen me out of Christian science? Yes. Yes. Thank you. And and you know what that means? It means that from forever ago, he has decided to save you and love you, and his thoughts for you have been infinite in number, and he will never let you go. I can tell he won't let me go. I can tell. (laughs) These are happy tears. I'm crying happy tears right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, okay. I think I I gotta go. (laughs) Okay. All right. Does that help? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it helps a lot. I appreciate it. You have a great night. God bless you. You too. (laughs) God bless. All right. (laughs) Bye bye. Okay. So there you go, you know. And uh, hey, folks, we're about out of time there. If you want to give me a call, you got to wait till tomorrow. 
There's the music. Perfect timing. May the Lord bless you and by His grace. We'll be back on there tomorrow. I hope you have a great evening. Until then, God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.